0: With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Ace
1: is a
2: place with the helpful hardware, folks.
1: At Ace, your backyard's right in our backyard, which means we have hand-picked products that are right for the birds in your neighborhood, like premium bird seed, suet, birdhouses, and feeders. Stop by your local Ace and get everything you need to attract the birds you want, including Ace Wild Bird Food, on sale now. Now through Tuesday only, when you buy two 20-pound bags of wild bird food, get a third bag free, only at Ace, the helpful place. Offer valid through February 28th at participating stores. As well here, and I feel like I, I just spoke to him. That's how, how when you speak to him, it just stays with you all day. It's 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 such a pleasure. My co-host as always I am James Selter, and I bring in the man, the myth, the legend, the uh, the the greatest Canadian that I know, uh, Mr. Paul Bruno. Follow on Twitter again at Satsman 22
3: Paul, how are you, sir? I'm doing very well for midweek. Not too bad at all. I like that. I like. I'm almost towards the end of the week. We're getting there,
1: Paul. And uh, and Paul and I are going to break down some tight end action for you. If you didn't get to hear our wide receiver Wednesday podcast, check that out on the uh, Wire DFS podcast page and iTunes and all that good stuff. So, Paul, let's uh, let's jump in and let's start out with some of these tight ends here. Uh, it looks like uh, Rob Gronkowski back in his familiar spot at the top of the, the food chain here at $8,100. Um, Jordan Reed, I, I, you know, you don't know if you want to count on him at $6,800, but uh, it's really just Gronk and then at 700 cheaper for uh, uh, 7400 is Greg Olson. Who uh, are you starting either of these two guys or are you looking for values lower down?
3: Well, you know what? I normally ignore the top two or three, but Greg Olson's really worth a long look. Uh, You uh, look at his average points per per week in FanDuel play. He's the top guy on the tight end board, and it's all about consistency here. You look at what he's done in the last five games, for instance, averaging 64 yards each week. He leads all tight ends and targets, receptions and yardage and he'll find a way to get to the end zone the odd time too. So very productive across the board and uh, might be worth a shot in a couple of plays uh, this week. And uh, I don't fear the Arizona defense as much as I might have earlier in the season. Uh, knowing that uh, Olsen is such an integral integral part of the Carolina offense, I might well take a shot at him here.
1: Yeah, I could see that. And and, and generally, actually, I'm starting to get back into the the back on Gronk train, as it were, because he looks totally healthy and, Him and Brady are doing their thing. So, 8,100 is actually a pretty decent price for Gronk. I think the bigger issue is just that when you look at the way this week shapes out with the pricing everywhere else, as we talked about with the lack of high end wide receiver pricing, and there's so many values in there, it seems like a week where you don't want to spend 8,100 on your tight end. When you're not spending 8,100 on any wide receiver except a couple guys at the top, so, um, uh, but especially against Buffalo. But I, I do think on the whole that Gronk is back, and a lot of weeks could be worth that price. But um, let's step down here, Paul. We've only actually got two guys. It's kind of a, a disjointed pricing structure here, but we've got uh, Reed, I mentioned, but you know I think you're kind of veering away from that with the concussion issues. Uh, But Jimmy Graham and Delaney Walker at 67 and 6,500, both intriguing options, both with strong matchups. Are are you willing to to spend that level this week?
3: Well, I'm a little concerned about Delaney Walker. There's a note uh, that I saw that he's got a bit of a chest issue, so that made me shy away. He's been a very productive receiver, though, getting 10.5 points a week in FanDuel play. But I really like the matchup that Jimmy Graham gets in this price range. He's only a notch below uh, Olson, but uh, $700 cheaper, and against New Orleans, that's a terrible defense. Again, I keep saying it maybe the worst in in the NFL. And uh, and uh, o- uh, Graham, for his part, was a little bit less productive last week than the pre three previous weeks. So I think he'll have a burr in his saddle, and and uh, he's a virtual lock to to be a productive guy this week against that New Orleans defense. So I, I like the, I think I'm going to bet on Jimmy Graham in this range.
1: Yeah, I agree. Graham is is a terrific play in my mind. at 6,700. Again, that Seattle offense just looks so bad. I, I think they're going to take some frustration out on this New Orleans pathetic New Orleans defense. So really like that play. Walker assuming health, I think is a really nice play against Jacksonville as well, but I, I'd probably spend the extra 200 for Graham if, all, if at all possible. All right, Paul, let's get into this. Uh, let's start with the uh, 5,000. Eh, you know, let, that's a big, yeah, you know, we could do that. Let's go with 5,000, Paul. We got about uh, 10 names in here from about 5,000 up to 5,800. And I would guess there are a couple names in here of guys who are, are potential plays this week. Does anyone
3: stand out to you? Well, of course, one guy's going to stand mm-hmm. out to me. But I, I'm going I'm I'm to hold on a sec. I'll talk about Kyle Rudolph first. Kyle Rudolph for $5,100. <laughs> this guy looks to me to be one of the best value plays on the board among the tight ends. He had only five ca- catches for 55 yards last week but was targeted 11 times uh, against your Philly team. He'll be in a much more productive uh, circumstance against lowly Bears defense. So I, I really like that particular matchup. And uh, just a pitch behind that, I, of course, like Jason Witten making a comeback. Oh, the oh man. shot. Spot. This guy is a red he's a red zone threat and and I think this is going to be a low scoring game but I think it's one where where the tight ends on both sides of the ball will factor in. I like uh, Witten against the Eagles defense and uh, on the flip side I like uh, I'm giving it away but I like Zach Ertz a little bit lower down below. We'll talk about him later. Uh and finally in this range uh, I also like uh Zach Miller of, uh, of uh, the Bears, we talk again again about that Minnesota tough defense. This is the second guy I'm, I'm saying could could go and, and produce better than he has, but, but that's mainly because Cuddler's back, back and expected to start, so they finally get a quarterback who can throw the ball a little bit, and I look for him to lean on the tight end because you know that the wide receivers are going to get a lot of attention with the Viking defense focusing on the likes of Alshon Jeffrey and company out there
1: yeah i love the kyle rudolph call on the other side of the game that you mentioned i i think that is for 5100 against that defense uh, a terrific play he is bradford's favorite target so far and certainly a safety blanket for him too and, and chicago if they can get a pass rush there i, I think rudolph is a awesome play at 5100 also Uh, I I don't think your Jason Witten play is good. Screw (laughs) that, Paul. Uh, No, but the Eagles, for what it's worth, have been pretty good against the tight end, but Witten always seems to kill them. So I I definitely wouldn't play him because, you know, I I can't do that, but I I wouldn't begrudge anyone uh, else from doing it. But um, a couple other names in this range that stood out to me. I like Travis Kelsey. Uh, He has obviously been disappointing of late, but – Still an important part of that offense, and going up against, as we've discussed, a a very bad indie defense for fifty seven hundred. That seems like the right price for me to dip my toe back in the uh, in the uh, Travis Kelsey waters, as it were. Um, so so those, and then uh, you know, just kind of what I was saying before about the you know the Gronk thing. I, I could see laying fifty four hundred to take a shot on Bennett. Um, to just kind of see if it's that week where it goes back and forth or, or whatever. It does seem like both of those guys can be productive on a week-to-week basis. So I think for that price, for the the upside, um, especially in a tournament, I like that a lot. All right, Paul, who are your, your true values here? Who, who are your below 5,000 guys who uh, who stick out?
3: Well, I've kind of hammered you with the with the matchup this weekend. So I'm going to throw you a bone, and I'm going to say Zach Gertz is on my list below yeah. the 5,000 part. Uh, uh, tight ends tend to take advantage of the Cowboys in the red zone. Uh, they really sell out against the run, I find. And, and uh, too many big men have, have got some easy touchdowns. I could see Zach Ertz getting your lone TD this weekend in oh, that matchup. Oh, look at that then, little then, subtle then,
1: dig you throw in there then, like I wouldn't catch then,
3: it. Charles Clay of the Buffalo Bills could be in a similar circumstance in that uh, mismatch with New England, I figure, at $4,900. He's become one of the few dependable and healthy options in the Bills passing game. So I could see him being fairly busy in the short passing game that the Bills will have to probably focus on. And finally, in between those two guys, Jack Doyle, also at $4,900. His productivity has spiked dramatically in the last two weeks. Only T.Y. Hilton has been getting more looks in the Indianapolis offense. So based on volume alone, I think that's a great value play down there.
1: Yeah. Doyle was the, the name in there that I liked the most Scored a touchdown last week. And again, with Dwayne Allen potentially on the shelf again, this week has that ankle injury. Not sure he's going to be back or not. Um, That, that is my favorite play of those values. All right, Paul, before we get into the defenses, let me remind fantasy football fans that fantasy football is back and Football is back and that means that FanDuel is back and this year it is better than ever. It's not just a new season at FanDuel, it's a new era. They've upgraded their entire experience with real improvements for everyday fans and they believe you deserve to experience everything sports has to offer, which makes you sports rich. Try the new FanDuel now, just pick your team, stay under the salary cap and have all the fun that fantasy has to offer. New to the game? Play in a beginner contest to learn the ropes. If you have a dollar, there are games for just a dollar. There's 50-50 contests with a top in cash. You can settle a score of friends in a FanDuel's brand-new friends mode. It's season-long fantasy football with weekly teams. Plus, new features ensure a fair and level playing field. I I rail about it. It's just it's my favorite thing. I get a new team each week, new guys to root for. I'm not stuck with the same old injured guys, the, the, you know... To, you take a guy like Des Bryant, Paul's guy, Des Bryant, high in your draft, and then always hurt, and then he doesn't produce, and, and it's a bummer, man. I'd like to be able to put him out of my lineup and go get A.J. Green or someone else who's going to produce that week, and that's what FanDuel allows you to do. It's the best. Have all the fun that football has to offer, all the fun that fantasy football has to offer. At FanDuel, you can be sports rich. Special offer for new users: get a free six-month RotoWire subscription with a $10 deposit on Fanduel. Just go to fanduel.com/rw. Not only will you get the free subscription, but you'll have that $10 available to play with on Fanduel, which is crazy. That I don't can't believe they give that deal out. It's too good. You're you're having $10 of fun and getting a free RotoWire subscription. It's like a no-brainer. So it's over $40 in value for just ten bucks. So go to fanduel.com/rw. All right, Paul, it's time for the nitty-gritty. Let's get down to some defense. And you know who's had a good defense recently? The Eagles, Paul. <laughs> Shut out defensing the best defense in the league in Minnesota. But um, let, let's look at this uh, this range here in the Eagles, just below that top two ranges. We've got two teams in the 5,000 above. Denver at 5,000 going to be in San Diego. And, of course, that, that vaunted mini D at 5,200 against Chicago. Are you paying up for a D this weekend?
3: This might be the week that I go uh, on the Minnesota defense, James, because you can't overlook the fact that they've been consistently at the top of the board in terms of real points in FanDuel play, averaging 15.3 a week. That's that's almost lapping most of this field. So uh, for a couple hundred dollars extra, I'm on them this week against Chicago. I don't care about their quarterback being being back in the lineup. I think he's erratic, and he's going to feed these guys.
1: Yeah, I am absolutely spending up for that mini D this weekend against that Chicago team. Colors a disaster coming back. I that that is a no brainer coming off the loss in Philly, and they played well. It's not like the Eagles' offense beat Minnesota; it was that defense. And Paul, when you talk about lapping the field up, it looks like they're lapping everyone, but that Eagles defense at fourteen point <laughs> two. So uh, obviously, the special teams for Eagles is also contributed to that a lot as well but Paul speaking of the Eagles they're at 4,800 here we got a nice group of defenses here from the uh, 4,500 to 4,800 range a, a, a fair amount of defenses uh who sticks out to you here
3: I'm gonna give you two and one of them's gonna hurt no, bro. The New York Jets, 4.7 points a week. That's not a very high total, but the matchup against Cleveland is, is too much for me to overlook. I think the Jets may have their best game of the year defensively in this matchup, and why not when you're facing one of the worst offenses? So for $4,700, bucks, i am jumping on that. And I'm going to make a case for my Cowboys against your Eagles because they are back to full strength along that, that defensive line. They put some pressure on opposing quarterbacks the last couple of weeks. That led to lots of turnovers, lots of sacks. And I could ex- I could see both rookies in this matchup having a tough time on uh, with with these defenses. I expect a very low scoring game and plenty of mistakes at the quarterback position on both sides of the ball. And uh, I'll take my chances with 4,600 bucks on the Cowboys.
1: Carson Wentz doesn't make mistakes,
3: Paul. All right. Yeah, well, I don't think my guy makes uh, too many. Uh, We're uh, going to uh, see the dark uh, side of both of them, I think. No, I'm with you, but uh, I disagree in the sense that, that that Dallas defense
1: doesn't do it for me. But I, I appreciate that you went full Homer with the picks this weekend, so I'm, <laughs> I'm a fan. Uh, but you know what? I'll take the chance to home right here, too, in the sense that, uh, like I did say, the Eagles, D really has put up a lot of points this season a lot of sacks, a lot of turnovers, a lot of touchdowns. Um, so, and. You know, I I know it's the uh, greatest defensive line in the history of football ever, organized, (laughs) unorganized, anything. Whenever five men have lined up next to each other and blocked the men in front of them, this is the best that's ever been done. But this Eagles D-line has beat up that Cowboys O-line in the past couple years, so let's keep that in mind. But I think also from a special teams perspective, it's just an aggressive defense as well. So I think 4800 is a fair price, but I'm probably looking for a few more of these values here Um, Seattle, I know they're going up against New Orleans, but anytime you get Seattle for 4,500, it's an interesting proposition, especially in a tournament with that upside, but I don't know if I'd have the guts to do it, but uh, I don't hate it, I'll say. And then, uh, one more D in this range before we drop below the 4,500 mark, right there at 4,500. Tennessee's D has been better than expected this year, and and, and maybe not a point-scoring D as much, but... They also haven't played Blake Bortles enough, so uh, I think anytime Bortles is involved, there's a chance for some pick sixes, some mistakes, and Jacksonville uh, just isn't a very good football team right now, so uh, I-, I could see Tennessee putting up a decent week at 4,500. Paul, 4,400 and below any of these uh, lottery tickets here stand out to you.
3: Well, you know what? I- I'd love to be able to say New Orleans or Oakland, but I'm going to wait for that blind squirrel to find the ac- acorn. Mm-hmm by themselves. I'm going to stick with it. The one, the one team that I think has some value in this range is the Atlanta Falcons, I think, against Green Bay only because the Packers are going to be uh, full tilt on the passing game and, and uh, the Falcons are going to pin their ears back and try and get to the quarterback and they're also going to try and get in the way of some of his tosses. I think it could be a game, a good game for that defense.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, there are two groups here that I don't really love the Atlanta D, which always makes me nervous, but I do like the matchup in the sense that they're at home in Green Bay hasn't been very good, but um, two defenses and these are these are obviously upside plays. Uh, I, I I don't recommend them per se, but I, I think there's some upside. <laughs> uh, Detroit at 4,400 for literally only one reason, and it's Brock Osweiler. That guy is an awful, awful, <laughs> awful quarterback. He is so bad, man. So how I, do you I really mean, feel about him? <laughs> he, too, oh well, you know, I'm I'm sure the uh, the the. Nice fans of, of the Texans, if there are any out there, are uh, are probably hating him a lot more than I am because my team didn't pay him $60.5 million or whatever it is. But he's not good, Paul, So uh, and makes a lot of mistakes. So literally just on the, uh, you know, 4400 for the defense playing, Brock Osweiler considered, plus, you know, there, there's some upside players on that. Detroit Duke can make some plays. But um, I also don't hate. San Diego against Denver. That D isn't very good, and Jason Verrett out kills them, but Denver's offense isn't that good either. So, uh, you know, I I don't like it, but if I had to pick one of these, you know, take a shot in the dark ones, I'd probably consider them. I I don't think I have the chutzpah to uh, go Cleveland. The Bears, actually, though, now that I think about it, at 4,100 against that Minnesota team, just because that O-line missing both tackles beat up, it's a decent upside play, but I think I'm with Paul. I think when you look at the the top half of this bracket, there's just there's just more value here than than trying to risk it with one of the lower end ones. Paul, any final thoughts before uh, I let you go for uh, for the day?
3: Well, you know what? We've been comfortable shooting daggers at one another with the matchup coming up this weekend. We can yeah, go back man. to being friends. We can go back to being friends next week for real.
1: I can't wait, man. I can't. It's been terrible. I hate fighting with you, Paul. It kills me. <laughs> um, so yeah, Paul and I will have a uh, a fun little. One of us will enjoy next week's uh, first podcast, and the other will enjoy it because they always do, but enjoy it slightly less than the other ones. So that's what that's what we'll see happen. So again, uh. uh for Paul Bruno, again, follow him on Twitter at Statsman22. I am James Seltzer. This has been the Tight End and Defense Thursday edition of the Rewire DFS podcast. Again, for Paul Bruno, I'm James Seltzer. Go Eagles! I was expecting, there it is. I was giving you a chance. <laughs> so we will find out what happens there. And again, this has been the Tight End defense edition of the Week 8 preview for the roto DFS podcast.